Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizaki. I'm Mike Kapler along with Joel Brzezicki. Thanks for listening to Growing in Grace. Uh, Joel, we left off with um, some scriptures last time. We've been talking a lot about what the gospel is. We came to the conclusion that it's uh, a revelation of God's righteousness, uh, that we have become righteous in him apart from works. Uh, some other things we've discussed along the way here too, but you know, you started sharing a scripture last time, I think it was, uh, where Jesus was talking about hungering and thirsting for righteousness. And I know you've got those scriptures in front of you. I think I'm going to let you uh, kind of uh, expound on some of that a little bit because we got cut short last time. Well, you know, Kat, uh, one of the one of the first things you talked, you know, everyone's familiar with the, the Beatitudes, Matthew uh, 5. And Jesus said a lot of things in there. But one thing he said was, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. I know uh, I was listening to you guys on your morning show the other the other morning. Uh, in case our listeners don't know, both Mike and I work with KWOF Radio in Waterloo and Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and you can listen in online any time of the day at kwof.com. And just the morning show is a riot with my uh, friend here, Mike Kepler, and another guy, uh, Michael James. And uh, the other morning they were talking about, Cap, you and Michael were talking about you got in mind something you want to accomplish in this life, something you want to do. You you want to go on a cruise. You want to go on this big vacation, and you look forward to it, and you get really pumped about it, and you're just really longing to do this. And then finally the day comes, and you get to do this thing, and you're really excited and happy. And um, and then after a while, it's been a while since you've done this big thing, and you know you kind of think, start thinking, you know, there's 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 something else I want to do in life, and you're always you live this life hungering and thirsting for something that, you know, it gets fulfilled, but then you kind of lose that, you know, having been fulfilled and, and you're looking for something else to do. Well, Jesus said if you hunger and thirst for righteousness, it's something that you never have to hunger and thirst for again. You know, I, th- that happened to me, Joel. I mean, our one of our dream trips took place about 10 years ago to Maui, Hawaii, and it's one of those trips, my dad had always told me that was like his favorite place that he had gone to, and he traveled quite a bit. Well, I haven't really traveled all that much, especially 10 years ago, and uh, we had this opportunity to uh, to go on the trip. I thought it would take place much later in life, and so I'm thinking to myself, oh boy, wouldn't it be great to, to actually get this trip, uh, to experience it, and to have it done with, and to be able to say I was there and I did it. And uh, it was a long flight. In fact, when I got off the plane back home, I was thinking, I'll never do that again. That was just too long. <laughs> but uh, we had such a great time out there after a few weeks went by. Yeah, um, where else can we go? Maybe back to the same place. Um, and that's that's the way life is, I think, in a lot of cycles and a lot of things we experience. We think we're going to experience a certain amount of fulfillment in, in something that we do or something we experience. And then we find out a little bit later on that that didn't fulfill. And we, and we go around seeking more. And there is, you know, this. Um, there's a couple. There is some times, you know, relating this back to the gospel. There is a couple of times when when people, when Jesus talked to people about about um, hungering and, and thirsting, and kind of fulfilling that scripture. Blessed is he who hungers and thirsts for righteousness, for he shall be filled. And uh, he was talking with uh, the woman at the well, 
uh, back in um, I think it was John. I got that in front of me, John five or John four thirteen, and he said, "Whoever drinks of this water," and he was talking about you know physical water that was in front of him, will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water I shall give him will will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. And in another place, in John six twenty, uh, in John six. Jesus was talking with some people, and they had come to him and said, Jesus, what must we do uh, to do the works of God? Because Jesus had said, do not labor for food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you. So they said, what shall we do that we may do the works of God? And Jesus said, Captain, I know you're really familiar with this. I've heard you quoting this a lot. This is the work of God, that you believe in him who he sent. And later on he says, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. He who believes in me shall never thirst. Joel, those last two scriptures uh, you, you gave, and, and that one uh, right before the last one, where um, Jesus said, believe on him who sent me. This is doing the, the, the work of God. And, you know, I was saved a long time before that one ever hit me in between the eyes. They're all, they're all coming to him saying, what do we do? What do we do? We want to do something. I mean, that's the mentality that they were in and that we're probably still in today to a great degree. And Jesus said, believe on him who sent me. And, and then to, to come out and say, he who believes in me shall never hunger. He who uh, trusts in me will never thirst again. I mean, it's, it's good to hunger after and, and thirst after righteousness, but coming to Jesus Christ and, and gaining an understanding of what's been provided for us through the cross and resurrection, you will come to the conclusion, if you begin to gain an understanding of what the finished work entails, you will begin to realize that you will not go around wondering or hungering or thirsting about and or for righteousness again. And, and this is so exciting because I think I was one of those people, and I'm sure you've heard other people do it too, Joel. I was probably one of those who was just at different times in my life I would say things like, I'm so hungry, I'm so thirsty, talking about, you know, uh, quote-unquote spiritual food and wanting more of God in my life and all of that. And, and it all sounded good on the surface, but I think deep down what I was really wanting for was uh, some sort of affirmation of God's approval in my life. That's right. I've been in those shoes, and I I think I would speak for plenty of people, too, just like you, that there's a lot of people who, when they, when their works uh, that they're doing in life, that when they don't feel like they're measuring up to a certain level uh, of Christian living that they should be doing, they're hungering and thirsting for you know, God to do something, or, or really, they, they're hoping that, somehow some way they can turn their life around so they can start doing uh, the things that god has called them to do and, and jesus said that that what god has called us to do like like you just said in the verse that i talked about in john six twenty nine, jesus answered and said this is the work of god that you believe in him who he sent and that of course like we were talking about last time that doesn't mean that we're talking about okay you believe in jesus and then, oh, right, you just sit around for the rest of your life and do nothing. It's not about avoiding good works. It's not about just sitting on your fanny and doing nothing for the rest of your life. And Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words in you, you will bear fruit. And, and naturally, by living this in this union with Jesus Christ, we will be productive people. But the work, where it all starts, is that we believe in him who 
who he who God sent, and mm-hmm. and then we'll have this hunger and this thirst fulfilled, given to us freely as a gift. Yeah, believing in Jesus Christ, um, it's phenomenal. I mean, when when that when that scripture uh, came to me and I began to understand it. Because sometimes we hear these verses over and over again. I don't know why it is that way. I guess it's because uh, the Bible isn't just a book, but it's a word that's alive. And um, when, when I when it hit me that you will never hunger or thirst again, when Jesus was referring to righteousness, you know that coincides, Joel. That ties into some of what we've already talked about in the first few programs that we've done together here on on Growing in Grace. The, the gospel, ultimately, it's a revelation of righteousness, not by works which we have done, but by simply believing in the finished work of Jesus Christ. One of the key scriptures in, in the beginning of my walk, in, in my walk was that he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. And so we, we don't just start, like I said, we don't just start this life and, and, and sit on our duff, but God has a wonderful, awesome plan that he wants to work in us. He'll be faithful to complete the work that he starts in us, and he wants it to be his work in us. Our work is to believe and to trust, and his gift to us is working through us for his glory and for you know for the benefit of, of his kingdom. It's it's the kingdom of God. It's, it's not our own little kingdom down here on earth, our own little world that we're trying to, to make something happen something big happened for God, but he, he has a work that he wants to complete in us, and he, he's faithful to do that. Our, our part is to trust in him. Hmm. That's good stuff. And so what, what we transition to now, Joel, is um, this, this identity, this, this new identity that we have in Christ. You know, we've referred to Second Corinthians chapter 5, where the Bible tells us if anyone is in Christ, he has become a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. Again, when I was a new, uh, a new Christian, I think I used to think that that was talking about what we did. Well, I used to smoke. I used to drink. I used to cuss. Now I don't do that anymore. But the scripture is talking about the change that takes place in the inward man, uh, King James language there, in, in the inner person. Um, and it, it goes on in Second Corinthians 5 to say that Christ became sin for us, that we might became... Uh, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. This new identity that we have in Christ is so crucial for us to at least begin to understand, Joel, because almost everything that we deal with in life and all the battles that we'll have to face have to do somewhere, uh, at least directly or indirectly, with our identity. Right, with with what Christ has made us to be as opposed to what, what we can make ourselves to be. If we try to make it about what we can but we can what we are, you know, like we were talking last time, you know, a lot of us identify ourselves with our job, with our profession, with what we do, but we're we're so much more than just what we do. In fact, what we do should flow from what we are as opposed to the other way around. You know, in, in Romans, uh, Paul uh, went back and explained about how the Jews under the old covenant had been going around, uh, you know, all of those years and all of their life trying to establish their own righteousness which, of course, we have uh, already discussed that our own righteousness, the things that we think we do to, to justify ourselves before God sometimes, uh, those are just like filthy rags to him. You know, the, the perfect sacrifice of Christ, of course, is, is what pleases God. 
And now with this new identity, now that we know we have gained righteousness, in fact, I think, Joel, I've been told there are over 100 uh, verses or scriptures, uh, even just in the New Testament, that describe who we are, not what we're becoming, but even who we are already in Jesus Christ. So many descriptions that maybe we can get into in the next program. But, uh, you know, it's, it started back in Genesis. Uh, where were where where was Adam and Eve challenged on? They were challenged. The temptation came. The challenge came on their identity. The the devil came along in Genesis chapter three and said, "You shall not eat of, of any tree of the garden." And she said, "Well, we may eat of the fruit uh, of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat, nor shall you touch it, or you'll die." And the serpent said, "You shall not die." For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God. They were already like God, (laughs) but they chose not to believe what God had already said, and they chose to believe the lie. So right away, they were challenged on their identity, and uh, we will continue to be challenged in that. It's just one of the greatest battles we'll ever face. That's right, and as we uh, wrap up here, the Grace Walk online community forum, it's, it's a really great place for people to to join together and, and talk about growing in grace, growing in the grace walk and learning all about it. And you can listen to our, our radio station, the radio station we're a part of. It's a Christian hit radio format. And the morning show with my friend here, Mike, and Mike, Michael James, it's a very funny thing. And if you want to get some snippets, if you're looking for a good laugh sometime, uh, check out kwof.com in our Funny Files page. You'll get some snippets there of the morning show. and It's just a hoot, Cap. I know you and Michael have a great time doing that in the morning, and uh, we both enjoy working with this ministry in Waterloo and Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Well, we like to make people laugh, Joel, and we're running out of time for this program, but we hope you'll check us out again next time. Tune in next week. For Growing in Grace, I'm Mike Kapler along with Joel Brzezinski. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.